wild mustang gallop you trouble away 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 loping along with a cowboy song you'll feel up on sunshine all day all day all day It's all about sex. All well, of them are all about sex. I am here, you are here, we are here, and we are all together. Hey there, cats and kittens. Welcome to the most popular girls on the internet, Our Dumb Lives. The podcast where we like to talk about our dumb lives. Yes, we I, do. I'm your host, Cassandra. And with me today in Island Bunker T is Miss Tara. And here I am. It's a quite balmy. Yes. We have to give our monthly weather update. Balmy. Hot. So we went straight from spring. Last month we were talking about spring is finally here. Mm -hmm. And now it's unbearably hot. (laughs) This evening we are sipping raspberry vodka lemonades. Mm-hmm. Uh, artfully crafted with some lemon sour, raspberry vodka, and a bit of Sprite for bubbles. Yummy, yummy. And with plenty of ice. I think it's only about 80 degrees in here now, but that's too hot for me. It was like 90, I think it was 95 when I was driving over here today, and that was at like noon. <laughs> yeah. So we spent the good early part of the day kind of relaxing in the hot tub. Yeah, so... I don't know. Have we been in the hot tub since we started recording? I can't remember if we were. (laughs) We must have been in the fall. Yeah, probably in the fall we were. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. But yeah. Yeah. So Tara's house has a hot tub. It's pretty awesome. Although, you know, I was like, okay, it's 90 degrees out and I'm going to get into a hot tub that's 100 and some degrees. (laughs) But when you get out, because your body temperature rises, the rest of the air feels nice and cool. Well, plus evaporation. Mm-hmm. You know, with the yep. water on you. Yep. It was nice. Oh, it was good. And then we uh, chill out. And then we took a drive in the car. Yes. Out to the country. So remember a couple of months ago when Tara was talking about how she wanted to get a classic car? Yep. It happened. It did. It did. Do Her tell. name is Maven. Uh, she is a 1966 Ford Mustang mm-hmm. Coupe. And she has a stock engine, uh, 200 cubic inches, and um, just a just tiny bit of, you know, tiny bit of horsepower. Not the type of muscle car I was looking for yeah. initially. Um, she's only got 120. So zero to 60? Yes. <laughs> Eventually. I will pretend I know what all that stuff means because I don't know. <laughs> It has four wheels. It's very pretty, she and it goes. Pretty. She's in Wimbledon white with blue striping along the bottom. Yes. And a nice, pretty blue interior. Yes. Well, so you bought it from someone from work? Yeah, there's a, um, a developer at work. I went past her cube one day, and I saw a whole bunch of muscle cars. I think I, I talked about this previously with you. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast or not, but... I saw all of these muscle car calendars and photos, yeah. and I thought to myself, I have to know this lady. I have to. <laughs> and so I flagged her down one day, 
And I said, I notice you have all of these, and I just got to talk to you. Do you have one? And she said, yes, I have a, I have a Mustang, and we have a 69 Chevelle. And I said, mm-hmm. I'm looking for a car this, this spring, and this is back in winter. Uh-huh. And she said, well, I think we're going to be selling our Chevelle mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're interested. Or I know people. Yeah. Because they do, they do the cars, them, you know, they redo cars and work her on husband, them, work and on them and stuff. shows yeah. and stuff like yep. that. Yep. Um, so I was super excited at the fact that I could possibly find a car in this state instead of having to go someplace like Atlanta, yeah. California, Texas, Ohio. Plus if it's somebody you know, you know, you know the, the history of it. Not, yeah. Like, giving you a lemon. Yeah. Or- so I didn't have a Mustang in mind. I, I actually had a 70s, 60, late 60s, early 70s muscle car in mind. Cause mm-hmm. of, and, and it wasn't a Chevelle either. It was my dream car kind of still is the uh, 70s Dodge Challenger. Mm-hmm. However, that's a lot. That's a lot of car. Uh-huh. And it's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> um, she swung by my cube last week and she said, well, actually... We're not going to sell our Chevelle this year. However, I want to buy a Pontiac Firebird that I saw that looks like it's straight out of Rockford Files. <laughs> and here's a picture of it. And so, I'm going to so sell So for my- those of you who are younger, Rockford Files <laughs> is a series from the 70s about a detective named Jim Rockford. <laughs> and he drives a really cool green Pontiac Firebird. Mm-hmm. And... This is where car chase scenes come from. (laughs) So she said, well, I have to get rid of my car if I'm going to get this one. And so I really um, wanted to know, maybe would you be interested in that one? And I said, maybe. Uh She said, well, I have it in the parking lot today. I drove it in. (laughs) Would you like to go for a test drive? And I said, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we go out for a test drive, and this is the kind of car that does not have fuel injection. Mm-hmm. It has drum brakes. It has no power steering. Mm-hmm. You think about today, how much cars drive for you with their traction control, their yeah. ABS, their... Yeah. Yeah. It, especially, like, steering, you just, and, you know... And power steering, yeah. yeah. Well, none of that in this... And so I, I felt a little bit nervous getting yeah. behind the wheel of it for the first time and just feeling all of the steel around me uh-huh. and this gigantic steering wheel. And I started up. Well, plus it doesn't have, it has lap belts. Lap but belts? It doesn't have yeah. Cross yeah. Chest seat belts. No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> and it doesn't have airbags, come to think of it. <laughs> it does have a really hard dashboard that yes. kind of points outward. <laughs> And it's really cool looking. Right. So, yeah, we start out, we go around kind of, you know, just sort of in a, like in a circle around work. Mm-hmm. And I, we get up to a highway and I'm like, I'm going to open this up a little bit. And she's like, yeah, go for it. And so I do. But only for a little bit because we hit road construction. <laughs> and I, and so now I got to merge over in this giant boat. Mustangs aren't like. When you consider other 70s cars, they're not that, or 60s cars, yeah. they're not that big, but they're pretty big. Yeah, it's it's a nice little, I mean, I would say it's a smaller car, but yeah, it's yeah. not like a compact car. No. I'm, I'm used to driving a little Focus ST, yeah. <laughs> like a little hot hatch, 
And but what I noticed is when I turned on my signal to try to merge into like the really long line of cars, somebody made room for me. <laughs> like they just yeah. made room. Like the world, the gates opened up. <laughs> that never happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> and as I'm tooling along, this lady pulls up next to us and yells, hey, 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 <laughs> cool car. <laughs> and uh, my coworker says, yeah, I totally paid her to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, I got out of the car and I, and I, when we got back to work, hopped out and I thought to myself, yeah, I'm, I'm buying it. So uh-huh. I did. And yeah, I've been just enjoying every day, every single nice day. That's what I want to do is I look forward to driving, which is yes. weird, right? Because we always think of driving as to, as a thing to get to a destination. Yeah. But this just calls back to a time when people drove for pleasure, as they would say, Sunday drivers. I'm a weirdo. I've always, Jeff and I always like to go for a drive. Like, we'll just drive out in the country and find us someplace and stop for dinner or whatever. Like, we've always done that. I have but not we're done road that. tripper people, too. So. I have not done that in so long. And so I've gotten my 60s playlist on Pandora. Yeah. My Rolling Stones, of course, because I love them and the Doors. And just, well, the second day you had it, you came back over to my neighborhood and picked me up, and we went mm-hmm. uh, driving around. And we, yep. and uh, it was funny because you're like, you know, people. Well, we stopped at the bar that you used to go to a lot, and yep. and uh, you know, of course, people come and talk to you about the car. And you're like, I'm gonna yep. have to get used to this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like you said, it's like having a puppy. Yes. <laughs> So there is a 1960s drive-in that's right by our house, and we took the car there last night mm-hmm. and pulled up, and we're waiting. You know, you, it's the thing, kind of like if you've wa- ever watched American Graffiti or yeah, old Happy yeah. Days episodes, it's you pull up, and then there's like a little speaker thing, and you order your food, and like a car hop comes out and delivers it to yeah. you, or if you've ever been to a Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> for you, but way cooler than but way dumb cooler. Sign. Yeah, um, and a guy approached me. He said, "Oh, is this a '67?" And I said, "No, it's a '66." And he says, "Oh, my first car was a '67 Mustang," and, uh, and you know, yeah. And I said, "Mine was a Dodge Omni." <laughs> 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 thinking to myself that I paid $400 for it, you know. Oh, no. But, yeah, I was thinking to myself how, how awesome that must have been to be, yeah. you know, have that as a teenager. Oh, and man. But then when he walked away, Jim said, I don't think you should be driving this by yourself anymore. Because <laughs> he was like, oh, what's in here, a 400? I said, no, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. I said, it's stock engine. You know, yeah. <laughs> she's got a lot of miles on her, but she purrs like a kitten. Yeah. What I thought was funny is, uh, so the 
woman that sold it to you gave you a bunch of like old ads and things yeah and she did owner manuals and the funniest thing i thought so there there were two ads one was for should a man over 50 have this car yeah and blah, blah blah and like the text i was reading through the text the funniest thing was it said genuine vinyl interior wall-to-wall <laughs> carpeting yeah like oh yeah 60s vinyl that's where it was at and then mm-hmm. the other ad was for the the little the woman who go into the grocery store oh the sweetheart oh. of the supermarket yes that's what it was like oh terry you can be the sweetheart of the supermarket now that's that's me totally <laughs> And then there was one that said a girl should get a Mustang to match her lipstick. Yes, yeah. that's right. I'm like, you need white lipstick now. <laughs> that would look creepy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so after the hot tub, our day today was cruising around the country mm-hmm. and around uh, Lake Minnetonka, going and... Yeah. Of course, there's no air conditioning. It's 90 degrees, but we had the windows down. Two, Wind in our hair. 255 air conditioning. Two windows down, 55 miles an hour. <laughs> and that's the way I like it. It is a beautiful car. I have never had the desire to, like, me, it's like four wheels and it goes. Good. And so I've never had, like... Never had that desire? No, I mean, when I was, like, really young and deadhead, I wanted, like, a VW van because, you know, that was, like, the hippie thing to have. Mm -hmm. Then my friend had one, and, of course, they all run like craps, and then you're like, "Mm, no, I don't. (laughs) See, when I was a little girl, I wanted a horse. (laughs) And now I have one. (laughs) And I wanted... uh, I I have kind of wanted a Mini Cooper... But uh, now that I have, I have a Mazda CX-5. It's kind of like a smaller SUV. I love that thing. Yeah. That's my first car I've ever been like, I love this car. I don't want anything to happen to it. Yeah. The <laughs> hardest thing, like I said, to get used to is just being, you have to be thinking about um, stopping ahead of time mm-hmm. because it doesn't stop on a dime. doesn't have fuel injection. It's not just going to like roll off the start and go yeah. roaring. Although it you, is loud. <laughs> I have, in, so like when I, uh, last week when we drove around, that was like the second day you had it. Yeah. And now I can totally tell that you are much more used to it and much, you know, it was a little herky jerky that first day, but I was like, you know, you just got to get, you got to get used to it. It is like a horse. You got to get used to its temperament mm-hmm. and yep. how it works and how it you know what what you need to do and well it it takes leaded gas which they don't sell anymore so yeah. you have to put in leaded additive before you put in like the non-oxygenated so or weird yeah so welcome it... to garage talk <laughs> <laughs> is it really does it have lead in it you have to yeah you okay. put in the lead additive before you sure put the I fuel in i don't stand behind the exhaust pipes <laughs> I need all my brain brain cells. That's why I don't leave her in the garage for too long. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, uh, my big news is I got laid off. Yeah. (laughs) That sucks. Uh, I guess. I don't know. It. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Um, I have a job offer on. I'm still kind of working that out. So hopefully by next month I'll be employed again and 
and it'll be no big deal. And I got a severance, so that's nice. And yeah. I am going to miss working with you, though. It feels like the end of an era. Oh, it does. But we, it wasn't like we really, like, we, ne- we didn't work together on projects. No, but and... but I kind of, you know, I could kind of try to support you when you needed it, and you'd support yeah. me when I needed it. And... But see, now... I can support you all the time. Because before, you know, you might be mad at somebody. I'd be like, well, I kind of like that person. But now I can hate everybody. That's Just true. like you do. That's true. <laughs> Just like I do. <laughs> Gosh. Well, no, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm a- you don't hate everybody. I can hate the people you Just, hate. <laughs> I'm just a misanthrope. <laughs> that came out wrong, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to write a children's book about it. Misanthrope, jackalope. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that happened at the beginning of May. So, I actually, the, you know, I've been working on house projects. That's boring. Like, just kind of getting my house in order and decluttering. And it's actually looking very nice. <laughs> But my main, like, kind of nerdy project I've been working on is um, I've been doing a lot of drawing. So I decided that this year for Convergence, I wasn't going to make costumes, but I wanted to enter something in the art show because I've Mm -hmm. always wanted to do that. And I always kind of like drawing mandalas. So just, like, starting out with a center thing and then drawing circle, like, a lot of times they'll just be random shapes that I'll color in and kind of be, you know. So mandala is just... You know, it's just a circle where <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like, you know, if you fold it in half, it's the same kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, what geeky thing would be fun to draw or I could, because I was like, I started out and I was like, okay, well, how about like space? And so like I would drawing little rocket ships and stuff like that around it. And, and then I don't even know why, how I got the idea but I was like, how about Harry Potter? And I can do one for each of the Hogwarts houses. And so I started out with Ravenclaw because I'm a Ravenclaw, according to Pottermore. <laughs> Although I will admit that I took, I signed in a second time and took the test again and I was a Slytherin. I knew bum, it. Bum, bum. No, not surprised. <laughs> I'm a Ravenclaw. It was a lie. It was a lie. No, 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 no. Jim, Jim was a Slytherin. I know. You were a Ravenclaw, too, of course. I could take it a second time, and I'm probably a Slytherin. No, I think you, I, I suspected either Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff for you. But Ew. Hufflepuffs are awesome. Just the name Hufflepuff. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> I just hate the... Slytherin sounds cool. I guess Ravenclaw sounds pretty cool, too. <laughs> That's because you like things to slither in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I Little was... lefty-loosey, righty-tighty, baby. <laughs> Slither on in. <laughs> Slytherin sounds like a great name for a beer. Ravenclaw sounds like a good name for a bourbon. <laughs> Hufflepuff is a good... Named Name for, for like a candy marshmallows. A, a marshmallow vodka. It's the Hufflepuff <laughs> Marshmallow Man. He's destroying New York. <laughs> so I did Ravenclaw first, 
And that one took a while because I was kind of like coming up with a concept. So I start with in the middle, there's a crest with, so Ravenclaw's animal is an eagle, which you would think it would be a raven, but no, it's an eagle. So you start with a little crest. And then outside of that, I had magic. I had wands. And then outside of that, I had broomsticks and the golden snitch. And then outside of that, I had a bunch of all the candies. So I had like uh, birdie bots, every flavored Mm -hmm. beans, cauldron cakes, jelly slugs, and uh, crist- uh, uh, can what are they called? They're crystal... Uh... <laughs> I can see from my head, damn, quills, quills. So they're like sugar quills, that's what they are. And then outside of that, for Ravenclaw, so for each house, I want the outside to be different. So for Ravenclaw, I had books, because they're all about... learning and Mm -hmm. being quirky and kind of not necessarily getting good grades, but they want to learn stuff, right? They are mavens. Yes. (laughs) So I did all different books that were actually from the series. So there's like, uh, you know, Hogwarts of History. One of my favorites is uh, Men Who Love Dragons Too Much. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. You know, like uh, charm your own cheese, you know, just all this stuff. So I did all these books around, and I actually I really like that one. And I got uh, I'm gonna mat them and frame them. So I got uh, uh, blue mat for Ravenclaw, and then there'll be a bronze frame because that's their colors. And then just yesterday I finished Slytherin. So that of course has the Slytherin is the snake is their animal. And then I did the same where I had wands, I have broomsticks, I have, oh, I, the one thing I forgot on uh, Ravenclaw, outside of the broomsticks there, so I'm doing, um, so in Harry Potter you can have familiars and they're different animals, so yeah. they're cats, owls, toads, or rats. rats. So for uh, Ravenclaw I did cats, just because I love cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slytherin I did rats. And so the Slytherin, it has the same. It has the wands. It has the brooms. It has the rats. Yeah. It has the candy. And then on the outside of that one, I did uh, Gringotts goblins and, like, uh, gold coins and, like, a cauldron filled with coins and scales. Cool. And um, actually at the top of the Ravenclaw, so each of them I'm going to do, so each house has kind of a thing that their founder created some of them are horcruxes some of them aren't so in ravenclaw it's uh rowena ravenclaw's diadem that was a horcrux in slytherin it's slytherin's locket so that's at the top and then it kind of comes down and has all the gold coins and the goblins and at the bottom it has a gringot sign and on uh, Ravenclaw, it has the diadem at the top and then has all the books around. So, I don't know. Next, I think I'm going to do Hufflepuff. I think I'm going to do Gryffindor last. But Hufflepuff is hard because there's not as much really defined. I'm like, what should I put on the outside? So, you know, obviously, I'll have the badger in the center. I'll have the magic wands. I'll have broomsticks. I'll, I'm gonna, for them, I'm going to do toads. Then I'll have the candy. I'm like, I got to kind of figure out what I want on the outside of them. Mm. And Suggestions? For, yeah. And then for Gryffindor, I'll do the same. 
of course, and then I'm going to do uh, owls for their animal, because that's what Harry Potter had. And then on the outside, I'm thinking of doing the Marauder's Map, which is the, you know, I solemnly swear I'm up to no good, and it shows, like, where everybody in the castle is, so I can kind of show, like, little maps and have little people and stuff, so... But it's just been really relaxing, and I've been listening to the books while I draw. So every time I draw, oh, yeah. I, I listen to the audiobooks. And uh, it's been very relaxing and fun. You know, I look for jobs in the morning, submit, you know, do my job stuff, do some house stuff, and then in the afternoon I'll, uh, I'll draw all my Hogwarts stuff. So I'm very into Harry Potter right now. Fantastic, <laughs> you, yeah. you need to know anything about Harry Potter. I'm your woman. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, and sadly, like, I have all this time. I'm trying. I thought, well, I can spend this time, like, watching a lot of things. Or all I've been watching is home. In, I've been watching. Well, I finished uh, Property Brothers wow. on Hulu. I haven't even finished Hot Property Brothers. Well, and... I mean, they only have, like, four seasons on, uh, on I, Hulu. Did I almost say Hot Pretty Brothers? <laughs> Because they are. They are hot. And pretty. <laughs> Jonathan's hotter, though. But They're twins. <laughs> they are, but Jonathan is still hotter. He's the he's the guy who works on the houses. Drew yeah. is the realtor. So that's just what makes him hotter, probably. Well, he's better hair, and yeah, he's kind of handy around the, you know, he can fix things. He's, he's not as, uh, you know, uptight as Drew, I don't think. <laughs> And now I've started watching Fixer Upper, which is about a couple in Waco, Texas, that takes uh, really kind of old rundown homes and and revamps them for people. Yeah. Are those the ones that split up? I don't know if they did or not yet. Did or not yet. So don't tell me. Spoilers. (laughs) No, I just read it on the news. Sorry. It's not like I watched it. It's so funny because I'm watching them. Of course, they like, you know, they portray them. They have this perfect family, and they have their kids, and they live on the farm, and they have their. And I'm like, and I'm not. I'm not even certain if that's true. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And so there's part of me that's like, oh, I want to Google them and see what where they are now, right? But. The other parts be like, no, I'm going to watch it all. Uh-huh. And then I'll see. Because <laughs> you know there's no way that they are this, like, super perfect family who never no. fight. And any, never... any reality television show that has yeah. ever been out there featuring a couple, they're not. <laughs> but I do, I do like them in the whole, yeah. I'm getting inspired by them. And I'm ashamed to say that I'm not up to date on Westworld. Oh, so, oh, man, I have to tell you. No, 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 I'm going to tell you why I'm episodes behind myself. Mm -hmm. So on Sunday nights, Jim and I watch Westworld. It's our thing. But two Sundays ago, I got so comfy on the couch that I fell asleep and missed the last five (laughs) minutes. And Jim said, oh, my God. You missed the last five minutes. You have to see the last five minutes. It's everything. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. Well, then I had a plan uh, plan to go to New Hampshire over, like, leave last Sunday. Yeah, for work. Yeah. For work. And, and so Sunday night, I'm like, uh, are you going to watch Westworld without me? 
and call him on the phone, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you should have it, like HBO in the hotel. And I'm like, I should. I really should. <laughs> and I could probably catch up because they're playing the old episodes right now. Yeah. So I sit down. I start to get sleepy because I've been on a plane since 5 yeah. o'clock in the morning. So I missed all of Westworld because oh, <laughs> no. I fell asleep. Well, good. I'm I two woke, episodes behind you. <laughs> I woke up at 2 a.m. Oh, no. And there's some freaking stupid thing on, on the tally that I have no idea what it is. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I look at the clock. I'm like, I have got to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because I loved the first season so, like, an extraordinary amount, like more than most people should enjoy a television show. <laughs> there was just okay. something about wait, wait, wait. it. What about, okay, versus Lost? Did you love it more than Lost? <sighs> I did. I loved Lost, but the first season, we, the weird thing is with Lost, I didn't wa- we didn't watch the first season when it was airing. Um, and then we, we watched it, uh, you know, we got it on DVD. So we watched, you know, we binged watched it. That was before you, there were streaming services. So we got it on DVD, but I don't know. I think a big part of Westworld for me was the music. There was just something about the soundtrack that just like when it started the, the theme song, the player piano, well, or not the... the player planner, the player piano stuff too but just the the like i've listened to that soundtrack so many times and there's just something about the music but also the the confusion of not knowing what was going on and who the people were and how it was all going to play out and what is sentience and what is not and who who's the what is life? Who's the host? Who isn't? What? Right. Like all that stuff. And it ended, I think it ended, like if you only ever saw the first season, it was really well contained and mm-hmm. really well done. And it did set up the se- second season really well. And I think the second season is good, but I think, you know, honestly, I think it has to do with just like being unemployed and, and kind of like in a stressy point of life and kind of not... Like, you know, watching Fixer Upper, it's kind of like eating candy. <laughs> it's easy to do. Yeah. You can watch, like, it's 40 minutes. You don't have to really think about anything. Whereas Westworld is something that you really want to, like, sink your teeth in. It's more like a gourmet meal. Yes. And I'm just not in the mood for a gourmet meal <laughs> right sure, now. no, no. So I'm thinking about maybe just, like, waiting and kind of binging it. If you want some pizza, I would suggest some Black Mirror. That's a really good one. <laughs> I watched a few Black Mirrors. Um, but, yeah, I just, I don't know. Reality TV is kind of where it's at for me. Oh, no. <laughs> it's so sad, but it's just, like... It's wrong. It's the... F- there's the same format, every show, I don't have to think, I get to see pretty things. <laughs> and so-and-so goes into the confessional and says... <laughs> well, no, they don't... More like home they improvement. They do, though. It's a home improvement confessional. 
<laughs> they don't have those on fixer uppers. They kind of do um, property brothers, they especially do, like, buying and selling, where they have their mm-hmm. they're fixing up their home. They have to live through construction, yeah. and they'll just be like, "Oh, this construction is so hard." Oh, but I'm like it's two weeks. I think you'll survive. You know, eating pizza every night. <laughs> I don't have my kitchen, which was crap to begin with. Oh, no. What am I going to do? <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, so it's sad. But the one thing I have been doing, I know I'm totally hogging up the conversation here. Um, so do you have something else you want to talk about? Yes. <laughs> but go ahead. You're on a roll. I'm on a roll. Uh, I have been going to movies more. Because we have a really nice theater by our house. Do you go to, like, middle-of-the-day movies, like matinees, then? Well, kind of. Um, what kinds of other people are in the movies in the middle of the day? Well, no, because I haven't been middle of the day. It's oh. more like around 4, because, like, oh. Jeff gets home at about 3. Um, but And I go on Tuesdays, which are $5 movies, and then you can get, like, $2 popcorn. So they're packed, honestly. Really? Like, yeah, because the, it's the cheap day. And... Uh, so I saw uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah, it yeah. was good. I was in a I was in a conference at the time, and you know what? So I'm I'm talking to one of our engineers, and I send him. He sends me a message. I send him a message back on Slack. He sends me another message. I send him a message back on Slack, and then nothing, uh-huh. nothing for like two hours. I go to the stupid conference, and then. He sends me a message back, sorry, was in Infinity Wars. <laughs> I'm like, I wish I was in Infinity Wars. So I haven't seen all of the Marvel movies, but I know enough about the universe that, like, because I was like, oh, should I go see Black Panther? Or should I go see Infinity War? And it just kind of worked yes, out. Yes, and yes, and yes. Well, it just worked out that I couldn't, uh, I, Black Panther, the time, timing didn't work out. So I I went to Infinity War, and, you know, I kind of went in going, like, whatever. You know, I've seen, I'm kind of getting sick of comic book movies. I've seen a bunch of them. You know, it'll just be a fun ride. But it was a lot better than I thought it would be. And I know a lot more Marvel characters than I thought I did. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's kind of funny because, yeah, I think back to, and this isn't Marvel, this is uh, DC, but Uh my... When I was a little girl, Superman came out. And yeah, yeah. With, with, with Christopher Reeve. Yeah. And so I might have been like five or so. No, you were older than that. I, I maybe six. I was, you were probably about seven, because I think I was about ten. Because I was 80, right? No, I don't know. To the Google, because I have to know, because this is like a memory of my childhood. <laughs> is my mother um, dropping us off. And at the movie theater, uh-huh. and we got in late, like, we were late, so we come in, and I'm just, like, what, get to the part where Superman or Clark Kent is chasing a train. Uh-huh. I have no freaking idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And, but as I watched the movie, I loved it so much, and it ended, the credits are rolling, my brother leans over and whispers, do you want to see it again? I said, Yeah. He said, just wait here. It'll start again. And I said, okay. And so we did. Nice. And it did. And we we saw it again. But my mother, who is waiting to pick us up at the movie oh, no. theater. 
we finally came out after the second round, and she was ready to kill us. Oh, no. Because this is before the time of cell phones or anything oh, like that. Before the time of VCRs. Right. It came out in 78. Yeah. I think I was thinking of Superman, too. So, yeah, I was five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. But I always think of that, like, we were just able to sit in there and watch a movie. Like, yeah. And see it again, and nobody stopped us. Yeah. What's to stop somebody from just going to a different movie? I suppose. I I just remembered I had a dream about doing that in a movie theater last night. I've been having super crazy dreams. I will not go into them because talking about your dreams to people is boring. But Yeah, unless you're Chris Gethard. <laughs> I did last night actually have a dream about sitting in movie theaters. But yeah, so I saw Infinity War. It was much better than I thought it was going to be. And um, I also saw... Well, and you... <laughs> So Deadpool 2 opened last weekend. I know. Weekend. There's so many freaking movies I want to see. <laughs> so, oh, man. Okay. So when Deadpool came out, I didn't see it in the theater. And then Jeff rented it. I'm going to pour myself a drink because I'm just missing out on all the movies. <laughs> so, you know, right when it came out for rental, mm-hmm. there was an, it, it was like 11 o'clock. On a Saturday night or something, and I'm like, don't rent it because I'm really tired. I'm not going to be able to stay awake. Right. I was like, no, no, I want to watch it. So he rented it. I fell asleep during the credits. The opening (gasps) credits. The opening. (laughs) I haven't done that since Phantom Menace. So I hadn't seen it. Like, like my memory is like opening my eyes once in a while. Huh? What? And then the closing credits. <laughs> yes. So uh, last weekend, Deadpool 2 opened. So I'm like, let's watch Deadpool 1. So I finally got to see Deadpool 1. Really liked it, obviously, because it's really good. Everybody Obs. loves it. Mm-hmm. So then uh, last Tuesday, I saw Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. And it was good. I really liked it. I've seen other people kind of having mixed reviews about it. But well, fuck those people. I, I don't I, like I, it. I tell you what, I love that character. I've always said he's the drunk uncle of Marvel. (laughs) And I recognized more characters that I was like, wow, I know more more about the Marvel universe. That's because you keep going to fucking movies. (laughs) I think because I listen to nerdy podcasts. (laughs) And you, you, you know, you've read some comic books in your day. Yeah, I don't think I read any Marvel ones, though, honestly. On oh. DC. Hmm. I thought I gave you my Black Widows. Well, you did, but I didn't read them. <gasps> <laughs> We've had this discussion on the old podcast where it's hard for me. There's just something about comic books. They're hard for me to read. Yeah. No, They're no. too short, which I know is very weird. So I just don't bother. <laughs> it's like, it's, well, and I told you, too, that, like, Sometimes, like, I'll read the words, and then I'll realize I haven't looked at the pictures. And yeah, so, like, you look at the I... pictures, and then this means yeah. that, and then it's down at the bottom, and then it's up in the upper left corner. Well, and then I was really into the Fable series, mm-hmm. and I bought, like, so I think I'm on, on book 12, and I have, like, 12, 13, and 14, and I haven't finished. I've had those for, like, two years and never finished them. So. There are comic book apps that will, like, take you through, like, you yeah, know, where I did, I did uh, Comixology or whatever for a while. I, mm-hmm. don't, I like the physical books better, for sure. 
Yeah. But I'm, uh, I'm a little, I'm starting to love Kindle now. Now, I yeah. have the Kindle Paperwhite, which does not do well for comic books because <laughs> it's not in color. Um, but, heck, for books, I love the fact, here's what I love about technology. I can have thousands of books in my yeah. hand. In my hand. See, I've been terrible. I haven't actually read a book in a long time, but I listen to books all the time. And I don't feel like it's the same thing. <laughs> I mean, you get the same thing out of Because usually if I listen to a book, it's when I'm drying or sewing or driving. So what was the last book you read? Do you remember? The last book I it, read. It could be in digital or analog format. Last book I read. I mean, it was probably, if you count uh, Fables, it was probably one of the Fables books. Okay. But. But non-comic book. I don't remember. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I tried, I got a book for Christmas from my mother-in-law, which is a nonfiction book about the Salem witch trials mm -hmm. and it's actually I started it and it's actually a pretty interesting books but I always had a hard time reading nonfiction so I remember there was one book that you gave to me on a birthday so you read it it was an actual hold the it in eat, your eat, pray, love yes yep. <laughs> so that may have been the last book you read even. no 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 that was that was like that was like was probably 2006 like, so that was like over a decade seven, ago yeah, yeah. No, actually, thinking about it, I think the last book I read is I read, um, I was reading the Wheel of Time series for the second time, oh. and I got halfway through book six, mm -hmm. and then I was like, I'm just going to listen to them on audiobook, and so I listened to the rest of the series on audiobook. Is so it better was... in audiobook? Because when I got to book six, I was kind of like, <sighs> whatever, mm. I'm not having this discussion I know, with I know, you I know, I know, I know, I know, Sorry. <laughs> But I would say sensitive it, spot. It is good in audiobook. You know, honestly, you could probably skip a couple books, but the last so um the last three books are by Brandon Sanderson. Yes, and he's gone on to write his own series yeah. of books, which and I think he had read, written stuff before that yeah, too. Yeah. Well, my boss loves his series of books because we got onto a book conversation at some point. Yeah. Um, because he is the cause of the last book I read, which is called The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. <laughs> Actually, it's not so bad in, in <laughs> audiobook. So, a confession. Yeah. I, I started to read it. <laughs> and then I was working from home one day. And while I was working, I thought, you know, I could listen to it. Yeah. And that Those kind of books are definitely good to listen to. Yeah, yeah. But I, I find it, what I found so fascinating about that book, to talk about leadership books, but the author made reference to what a great person Rudy Giuliani was. <laughs> Giggle. Anyway. <laughs> I, uh, I would, though, the series and that last book mm -hmm. is so good it is a very amazing like the last book is pretty much the last battle and it is really really good this whole series wraps up really well so i would recommend it on audiobook and okay. maybe uh, yeah or just you know like the, it gets bogged down and like 
book seven and eight, but then it starts yeah. coming back together. Because I thought book seven and eight were going to be towards the last battle. And one of those books, I just fell asleep because it was like 700 pages long and it was the span <laughs> of like two days. Yes, there is one. I think that's book eight. Where that's you're just the like, one. Oh, my God. That, that's the one. But it's funny because I think that's my problem with comic books. Like for me, it's like uh, if a book is less than like 800 pages, like why even bother? Right. <laughs> I like a long, meaty book. <laughs> I don't know. There's cute little books I like. I know, I know. Yeah. And sometimes so, I like short stories, too. An, a book I listened to, I think it was last summer, that was really good is, oh, God, I can't remember what it's called, but it's about the Chicago World's Fair and the serial oh, killer. Oh, the devil in oh, the yeah. white. Yeah. The devil in the white city or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I had... I I was on a <clears throat> another trip somewhere for business. I think it was probably a user conference or something like that. And I bought that book at the airport. Mm-hmm. And I read it cover to cover. Oh, it's a good book. It's a very good book. So evil. And, I know. It's and a true. crazy, crazy. So, yeah, what this book is about is about a uh, gentleman who came to... What was it, Chicago? Yeah. For the World's Fair. Well, he was in Chicago, and then they built the World's Fair. And then he kind of moved a little bit near that World's Fair and um, did some nefarious things. He built a weird murder house. He built a murder house. (laughs) Is what he did. Like secret passages and an oven to burn people and all And torture people. Yeah, Yeah, it was like... And people were disappearing. But it was the World's Fair, so there was like millions of people going there. And so like, you know, young women would would go to Chicago to go to the fair or to seek her fortune and she would just kind of disappear. Well... That happens all the time. Yeah. What are you going to do? It's like 1890, whatever. They you didn't know, you can't exactly like text have... her and find out where she is yeah. or call her or anything. Right? Yeah. They didn't have like milk cartons back then to <laughs> put people's faces on. So, so yeah, that is a really good book. So mm-hmm. that, I guess that, but yeah, I can listen to nonfiction and I love listening to podcasts about nonfiction, but actually reading it is really hard. It's always been really hard for me. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know where I came came to this from. <laughs> the end. What have you else have you been up to? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. So this week I've been playing. You know, I had the news of Red Dead Redemption Ooh, has been yes. out. Uh, it isn't out. Red Dead Redemption Two is not yet out, but it's announced but it for was this announced. fall. Yeah, yeah, and so. To kind of get a little bit more excited for that, I thought I would get the backwards compatible Xbox One version of Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. on my Xbox One to see kind of how it held up. It holds up really nicely. Nice. It looks beautiful. And that game is as fun to play as I remember. Yay. And I can't believe that for almost a decade-year-old game. But Oh, my God. Do you remember when it came out and we played together and I freaked out because we were playing with other people? Yeah. <laughs> I still don't like, like playing with I gotta strangers. go. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, that was a, I don't know, it's just a beautiful game. And I, uh, I almost, again... 
drove my horse off of a cliff <laughs> because the Jose Gonzalez song came on. <laughs> but yeah, it was that that game was the reason I bought like an entire Jose Gonzalez album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah, fantastic, and I I can't wait for the game to come out. Um, and that got me to wondering, why hasn't there been a Wild West MMORPG yeah. out there ever? Like, that is kind of weird. I, I wonder... I, I know mean, that there was going to be one that was starting, but it was done by the guy that created, like, Infestation Wars, which was supposed to be, mm-hmm. like, Daisy. Like, Daisy? What? Daisy. Oh, Daisy. <laughs> You're like like Daisy, and then you just stopped. And Daisy, I was like, Is there more? Daisy, give me your rent, so true. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. I wonder. I don't know. There's so many other avenues for MMOs that they could go. I mean, because you could do like, well, I mean, thinking of Westworld, you know, and then like a Samurai World or like you know that kind of thing. Where I know it's just it's like. I, you it's have sort of fantasy you, or you space, have, yeah, and you but you have like MMOs with Eastern art. You have Black Desert yeah. Online. You've got Terra, and all have kinds you been of different playing games. Terra still. I, you know, I got I got to level sixty five. I got to the highest rank of equipment uh, level, and I did all of the dungeons. And so I was kind of like, meh. Uh, yes. They're See, supposed- that was the good thing about EverQuest. It took you like five years to get, of grinding to get to that well, top that's, level. That's the hard thing, because you know, I didn't have as much responsibility when I played EverQuest. And there, there mm-hmm. is no way I was able to get to 65 in Terra in a weekend. Yeah. That is way too easy. Yeah. EverQuest was really difficult. <laughs> but even still, even still, there were people that would grind and, and play nonstop to be able mm-hmm. to get to that highest level and do all the content, at which point they were pissed off because they ran out of content. It's like reaching the end of the internet. You think it won't happen, <laughs> yes. but with, with MMOs, there is a yeah. content race. And when you reach the end, it's like, well... What do I do now? Yeah, they make it too easy, and then, but if they make it too hard, then people complain. That then it's people too hard. leave. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a little torn there. So, well, they're gonna do Vanilla Wow is coming back out. I don't know if it's out already. I ha- I'm not on the Wow pulse of things, but I know there is a vanilla. They're gonna strip everything back and do a vanilla version. And um, I was talking with somebody at work when I worked at work. <laughs> about that and he was excited to play it because he was a co-worker <laughs> because he was um you know he wow now is it's so easy it's so, you're led everywhere you can see everything and trails where, going to yeah, whatever mm-hmm. you know and then i got into the oh back in my day and everquest we didn't even have maps <laughs> serious remember printing out stuff like people oh, would hand, hand draw maps or not Kazam, what was it? Alakazam. Alakazam, yeah. Alakazam was, you know, and you didn't know where quests were, and there wasn't a question mark or an exclamation point. You just had to talk to random or go out on yeah. Alakazam and figure out where a quest was. And, and-, and you would hit hail, and then you would accidentally attack them, <laughs> yeah. and then they would beat That's the crap so out funny. of you and kill you. Because, <laughs> so, in EverQuest... 
to speak to someone, you had to do forward slash, like to pe- speak to a non-player character. Oh, you would. You had ha- to do forward slash and then say, then type hail. Yeah. But if you didn't do that forward slash and you just typed hail, A was attack. So you yeah. would attack the NPC and they would kill you instantly because you were level one. <laughs> And I remember when we went to fanfare, the first fanfare we went, I it was either that first or second. They was announced that they were they were not going to do that anymore. I'm like, yay! They're finally <laughs> going to get rid of do something so when you typed hail, you didn't get immediately killed. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it was it's funny to think back on. The thing is, like, you couldn't. I suppose you could do that now if you were like, this is a really hard MMO and we purposely are not giving you maps. Like one of my favorite stories that I'm sure I've talked about here before is like being on the plains of Karana and there was no map and it was a big area. And I'm sure I just walked in. A, I was, it was out there for like two hours and I could not find a city or a place to go to. Were you ready to cry? Because I was probably I was. just like <laughs> wandering in a circle no, no, over I, and over I'd, and over again. I had done the same thing until I found like uh, the edge of a, of the area and yeah. just followed it. I think that was before I joined a guild too. So oh it wasn't gosh. like I could ask my guild mates to come and yeah. help me or anything. No. It was just like... I went through the I, same thing. Okay, I just got to go on the street <laughs> line. And then, of course, you run into something that's too powerful for you. And, and then you, like, you zigzag. There's a lion. Ah. <laughs> oh, my God, the lions. Yes. <laughs> lion chases you into a griffin. It's, it gets better and better. Yes, yes. Ah, yes. Good old days of EverQuest. But I do think there's something to be said for the difficulty of that because it did force you to seek out help from others. Mm-hmm. So you did build friendships more. Where, you know, wow, you can solo wow. You, you had to socialize. Yeah. That's what I found interesting is you, um, you didn't want to be like gaming with strangers on xbox but you did game with me like you reached out to me yeah but even then like the person who like i had known a person in that guild and i would i'm telling you i that i was nervous and even within everquest um i think i only joined random groups probably two or three times yeah. One of my favorite times was, but usually I was playing with Jeff or I was playing with, um, there was somebody I, I had known on a forum that invited me to Rutabaga Paradox. And so then it was easier for me to kind of get to know those people and talk to those sure. people. Plus, I think Rutabaga was kind of, uh, it was a, you know, a fun guild, a nice guild of people who were nice to each other. Whereas, like, Xbox always scared me because it was much more, you know, uh, you see aggressive. people, nerd rage, things yeah, like, and, yeah, you know, you weren't, and I, I think it was just more of a, like, I don't know what I'm doing and they're going to get angry at me because I don't know what I'm and, doing. And judge you. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, when I was on EQ, I could, like, I had, well, Jeff would help me or I could handhold with somebody from my uh you know and i had people that from the your circle yeah yeah that i played with so 
I get you. But I spend a lot of time in just the newbie zone making back when back. The nudity zone. <laughs> in the newbie zone making bat wing crunchies. So. Nudity zone. My only gaming thing is I have bought God of War. I love God of War. <laughs> but my I have a PS4 that is a release PS4. So yeah. it's getting kind of old. And it overheats. Oh, and I found see. that with Monster Hunter too. I think the new games are just too powerful for it. Or yeah, or maybe I have I have to open it up and get all the dust out of there or something. How much memory do you have left over on your game console, though? I have. Do no you have idea. a bunch of games on it? Well, we you know I we always delete for you know okay. whatever games we're currently playing. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I love the game. I think it's very Tomb Raider-ish, kind of that feel to it, and very interesting. But yeah, my PC, especially now, it's like 90 degrees out. It's it's chugging. Chugging along. along. So once I get a job, that'll probably be one of our first purchases. Is. <laughs> yeah. You know what? There's nothing like having a new console or something. Yeah. A new piece of kit, right? Yeah. It's pretty exciting. To gush about. I, I know. It sounds very American and capitalist. <laughs> eh. Eh. Whatever. <laughs> um. Did you have anything? I'm trying to think if there was anything else that was going on in the last month for me. Went to Cinco de Mayo party. You were sick for it. That was I sad. Know. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. That sucked. I'm glad you had fun for me. But it was, it was sad that you weren't there. Because living through you vicariously. There were delicious tacos and lots and lots of tequila. I was uh, getting level 65 on my second uh, character in Terra. And having a bad cold. And having a bad cold. I'd be like, um, sorry, guys, I think I left my mic on when I blew my nose, sorry. On a side note, I think I hear June bugs buzzing on your windows, and it's freaking me out because June bugs are disgusting and gross, and I hate And them. crunchy. Ugh, they're so gross. For people who uh, don't live here, Minnesota June bugs are very big beetles. And they're gigantic. They're probably about an inch long, and they're very fat and juicy. And at this time of year, they'll come up to the windows and buzz on the windows because there's fat, light. Fat and juicy. Oh, so I don't. Well, and if you've ever owned a cat that has caught a June oh, bug, oh god, <laughs> so gross. So here is a gross June bug story for oh, you. This yay. is a this is a memory. In audio. So this is a memory for me. I was probably about seven, so it's probably amplified right the way back time machine the way back time machine so i remember coming home we would go to church on saturday nights and one year there was just like a bumper crop of june bugs like an insane amount of june bugs so we're on a farm and so we have a big um like light out in 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 front of the house, just like an overhead, like a big barn like a, light, like yeah. a street light, yeah, basically yeah. in the front of the house. Yep. and that's the only light around anywhere, you know, because they're in the middle of the country. And June bugs, so are the like, June bugs love that light. So we come home from church, and the whole like we have a slab of concrete in front of the garage is <laughs> just covered oh, with June bugs. Gross. My dad gets out, gets a scoop. 
in a five-gallon bucket and scoops up all oh the June bugs gosh. and goes out and dumps them in the chicken pen so the chickens can eat all the June bugs. I am sorry for your ear holes right now, dear listener. There were so many June bugs, and they're so gross. And then during, so at night they come out, and during the day they crawl in the they crawl into the mud, kind of in the dirt. Yeah. So if you're playing, you might find like a June bug stuck in the dirt. Yeah. The other day, Jeff Jeff left for work. And I'm, you know, I'm still sleeping stuff. And so when I got up, he called me and he's like, there's a June bug on the front screen. I bet it's nice and juicy. You should go eat the June bug. I'm like, no, June bugs. They sound so, they sound so sweet and innocent. Oh, June, June bug. bug. Ugh, they're yeah, gross. That's what they're I really should have named my car, June bug. They're really squishy when you step on them. And blah. Anyway, we did have one listener question. Yes, we did. From Gaming Luna. Yep. She wanted to know what gaming or movie universe we would want to live in. Hmm. And I don't know. So many of them are very violent and volatile. (laughs) Sometimes I think Avatar because when people would watch... Because you want to have sex with your tentacles or whatever they were? I don't know. No, I, w- I just said some people. <laughs> Not myself. But I, I remember there being a phenomenon that when people would oh, go God, see Avatar, yes. they would come out of the theater and they would feel depressed because they were no longer in this beautiful universe. Oh my God, I think we talked about that in one of our sh- first shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for myself, like right now I'm in playing Red Dead Redemption. Uh-huh. And there is this love of the Wild West. I don't know yeah. why. I mean, it was a horrible time, obviously. <laughs> yeah. There was cholera, dysentery, or anything else you uh, found out you about when you played Oregon not Trail. not a white guy, you probably weren't having a really good time, depending or, on where you were. Or a woman, or anything. <laughs> no, if you were not a white guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you could just go out to, you know, Nevada and experience a very similar situation without all of the dysentery and racism. Yeah. <laughs> so you could do that. Have like, you been, have you, well, you've been oh, in yeah. Vegas, but. I've been to Nevada. Um, my parents used to live in Arizona, actually. Oh, okay. Um, and Texas. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So so I've been to like some of those touristy wild west towns like Oatman um and out out to South Dakota. I've been to Deadwood. Yeah, um, I've never been seen like Mount Rushmore, which is a sin since it's in a state right next to us. It's terrible. Mount Rushmore, you're not really very close to it anyway, so that makes you feel a little bit better. <laughs> That's um, the closest, like, national monument to where we are, but... Actually, Crazy Horse, I thought, was more interesting. Yeah, which um, is in the same area, right? Same kind park. of, kind of. Um, I just thought it was beautiful, because when I saw it, I was a 14-year-old girl who loved horses, so... Uh, yeah. Um, For me, I don't know, I think... <laughs> my silly answer is I would want to live in the Katamari Damasi universe mm, i would want to be like one of the little prince people so i could roll up stuff though it's all beautiful and, and, and cartoony and there's the weird king with his like you know freddie mercury 
giant weenie yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably wouldn't want to be in Minecraft, that's for sure. Because I'm afraid of zombies. <laughs> and that also leaves out every well, single zombie game or zombie movie ever made. You could do Minecraft, but turn off the the monsters. You know what I think? I think I would love to be in Star Wars in the cantina. Yeah. And I just want to hear the cantina. I would be that asshole who presses the jukebox to play the cantina song <laughs> again. Well, there's a band there. You could just request it request over it and over and over, and over, and over. <sighs> Movie universe. <laughs> what movie universe would I want to live in? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. They're all so... <laughs> Usually there's like horrible things happening. <laughs> That's the kind of movies you go to. <laughs> Well, I'm just thinking of, like, Star Wars or, you know, any of the Marvel movies. Or... Have you ever seen, like, any anime-type movies, like um, Heavy Metal or... <laughs> I wouldn't want to live in Heavy Metal. No, but... neither would I. <laughs> How about the Lego movie? Actually, I wouldn't mind living in the Heavy Metal that had Devo playing in the tavern, because that would be kind of cool. <laughs> the Lego movie post... The, um, like, everything is awesome where everybody has to do all, lay all the bricks exactly and where people can start. Have you ever seen the Lego movie? No. Oh, you But should. I am it's aware awesome. of Tegan and Sarah's Everything is Awesome. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Thank you for everything this treat. Everything is awesome when you live in the dream. I am living the dream right now. <laughs> If you would like to live the dream with us, yeah, you should come visit us on Facebook. Yeah, We have a page. It is the most popular girls on the internet. But we also have a closed group, yeah. which is the most popular girls on the internet. And that one you need to request to be a part of. Secret club. But we post a little more personal things on there. You can see a picture of Tara with her car. You can see a picture of me in my bikini today as we were. <laughs> as you look we like a gnome, an adorable gnome, though. <laughs> an adorable gnome in her in her bikini, hot tubbing. It it's kind of like the bottom isn't a bikini; it's more of briefs. But okay, the top was my bra. But you're gonna see the same thing if I'm wearing a bikini top. This is what she told me. I must agree. It's true. It is true. <laughs> So you can join our Facebook group if you're not a robot or not a weirdo. Please join us for Facebook. If you love gnomes in bikinis. Yes. <laughs> I know I do. Gnomesinbikinis.com. I wonder if that's a real thing. Might be. <laughs> you can email us at tmpgoti.com or no at, at gmail.com. Gmail. <laughs> our website is tmpgoti.com. Our dumb loves. Uh, and no, it's just tmpgoti.com. Um, and you know, Tara is on Twitter, I guess. I don't know. Do you yeah. still go on Twitter? At Tara, T A R A underscore B Y T 3, baby. I, I am not really on Twitter, so. I, I twit sometimes because I am on occasion a twit. No, I. But I do not twit for twat. I just don't go out there anymore. I'm a Facebook junkie. I admit it. 
sad. Oh, my favorite thing today on Facebook, just to go off a little bit on a little sidebender as we're closing up, was the post of the people from Tropic Thunder and the many people that reposted in honorary. I bet less than 2% of these people will repost this picture of these awesome people who were serving in Vietnam. (laughs) And it was Ben Stiller. I know, you show me that. I'm just like, oh, no. And I had family that reposted it. I was like, no, this is like the <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi Jesus thing. <gasps> I have different people on my on my Facebook feed than you do. <laughs> I have family. And I do, too, but mine are more, uh, less conservative, we'll say. Less conservative, yeah. yeah. <laughs> More crazy liberals. I, I, I've got I've got all kinds, <laughs> and I like all kinds. All right, people, we will talk to you next month. Yay! Bye, love you in the face. Bye. Round them up, trip them up, tie them up, use your brain. Saddle your blues to a wild mustang. Gallop your troubles away, 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 away.